my name is Gil Losey, and you're listening to the Hot Rods by Boyd's podcast. Recording from our headquarters in Old Town Orange, welcome to the Hot Rods by Boyd podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the HRVB podcast. My name is Steve Guerrero. I'm your co-host here with Chris Kyneton. How are we doing, my friend? Real good. It's been a while. It's been a while. Feels good to be back. Yep. Well, we got a very special guest today. Uh, I'd like to introduce to the show, Gil Losey. How are we doing, my friend? I'm doing great. How about you? Oh, doing great. Doing great. Thanks for thanks for coming on. Yeah, Gil. We, we appreciate my, you my taking pleasure. the time. Taking the time. This is good. How are things for you out there? Everything's great. It's good. You still enjoy. Uh, well, what have you been doing, um, you know, car-wise, since there really hasn't been much, well, uh, you know, big car shows, have you been doing any local well, stuff? Well, since Boyd, you know, I built uh, two or three cars. Uh, two of them are very special. I got a uh, 61 Chevy bubble top. It's got a uh, uh, an engine built back in, uh, in Detroit by Mike Moran. It uh, develops over 2,000 horsepower. Wow. The the car is so straight. We went to put the the uh, the uh, trim on it, and it looked like crap. So we had to make all new trim out of brass because it oh, wow. the trim just did not work with the car being so straight. What um, and, uh, what color I, is that car? It's all black. Oh, nice. I think I took it to six shows and it won five out of the six. Yeah. Wow. When and when did you finish and, that one? Oh. Probably five or six years ago. Okay. And and then at and one of the other ones I built, I built a '56 uh, Plymouth convertible. Yeah, because uh, that was at, um, you. You wanted you know, that was when you had at Del Mar. What three years ago? The bubble top. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's, that's a really nice car. Yeah, I like yeah, that. It really is. Well, you know what? Um, you have you've had a few Boyd builds but let's talk about how did you get into the hot rod in how did i get involved with how did i get involved with boy just in in the in cars in general because um and we'll get into it too because we'll we'll get into your background a little bit because uh i get excited about part of it because i was really into radio control cars when in the 80s yeah and 90s and and gill's got a a big name in there um we'll, we'll get into that but as far as uh the being a you know that's why we have you on because you're gonna you got your perspective as being a customer and you you're a customer of, of, that did some iconic builds with my dad um that a lot of people recognize so how did you get into have you always been a car guy and how when did you get into getting these oh, buildings? always been a car guy so yeah when i was when i was 16 out of 49 ford it was uh, the lowest car in the san fernando valley nice so is that where is that where you're raised in san fernando valley yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, a lot of hot rod culture back then, you know. Yeah, I uh, I used to drive down to uh, Bob's and Van Nuys to see Cookie's car. Okay. Norm Grabowski's car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we got then we got to be friends later on in life. So. Right on. Yeah, you know, he did some. He got into like some really crazy woodworking. I remember he he did like a big. Uh, what, what do you call him? What, what's it? The hobby horse or whatever. What is that called? A rocking horse. Rocking, rocking horse. horse. Come on. <laughs> he did all out of wood. That was wow. pretty. Yeah. Really. It was. Yeah. It was. He a, was a talented guy. He made all those gear shift knobs. Yeah, you know, the gear shift, all the wood. Gear, the, really cool stuff. 
He was uh, a cool. He was a cool uh, he dude. He used to come by the shop. He was, was a nice guy. That was a long time ago. So when did you first come across my dad? Well, the he built the uh, the Boyster the Boyster two. Okay. Yep. That was that was like my favorite car of all time. Yeah, that was like ninety six, ninety seven, I think. Whenever that was, yeah. you know. And anyway, I you know, I went uh, to his to, to Boyd's shop and met Boyd, and I had him make some wheels for me for a car I was building, and, and so that's where we met. And uh, yeah, just a brief meeting, just enough for him to you know collect some money. That, then uh, I heard that he was going to make fiberglass cars. So I went to him and I said, boy, I'd like to get, you know, that Boyster too. You're building it out of fiberglass, but I want the first one. And he said, well, we'll talk about it in the future. Well, I went to a, a, a car show, a good guy show in uh, in Phoenix. And uh, Boyd came up to me and said, you still want that car? I said, yeah, I, I would like to have that car. He said, well, how would you like to have the steel one? I said, hey, you're talking to a, you know, a, a guy that makes uh, that makes toy cars here. You know, I'm no you know, <laughs> billionaire. And uh, he says, well, let me make you an offer. And he did, and it was very fair. And so I we, we, we wrote a contract up on the car. And, uh, you know, you know how Boyd was. You know, he wrote, wrote his piece of paper and signed the bottom. Yeah. And uh, so that, that's when we really started doing stuff together was, was on that, when he started building that car. Yeah, and that was, I think that was probably around, what, uh, 2000, right there? You know, you, you know better than I probably, do. Probably, because that's right I'm when terrible, I... Terrible, terrible date. Yeah, I, I'm just thinking because that was when I first came back to work for my dad, so between 99 and 2000. Yeah, that was that was a cool car. I mean, both of those, th- th- those are the only two metal Boydster twos right there were three three okay the, the original the original one then they built another one that ended up uh a guy named langs and it was built by alloy oh it that's won right the, that's right it won the thing in in uh in uh you know they show up north you know the, the grand national and yeah yeah and uh then it, then he had to build you know, mine, you know, so that he can make the fiberglass the molds. Yeah. So that there were three. And then you went on after that one. Now, do you still have that car? I sold it. You sold that car. Where is it at now? Yeah. What state? Is it in Texas? You know, you know, Matranga. Yeah. Uh, Gary? Gary Matranga? Yeah. Yeah. He's got it. Oh, nice. That's good. I know he's got that car, and I know he's got that Corvette your dad built, too, that yellow Corvette. Oh, okay. A 54, 50, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just actually, yeah, I came across pictures I posted on Instagram last week of the of yeah. the yellow one. Yeah, that was the... But, in- but I still, Go ahead. But I still have the Raptor. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, um, and there's, so, only, there's, only one, there's only one of those. Yeah, that was, that was one. That was kind of a unique deal because, um, I mean, you have that thing pinstriped all over the place. Right, I mean, it's it's. You put a lot of time yeah. and detail all up and down that thing, because yeah, under, underneath, underneath, uh, yeah. yeah. All the gauges, are, you know, when he pinstriped the gauges, he had to use uh, jeweler's glasses. 
Well, and, because it was so small. Really? You know? Well, and you know what also, too, wasn't, it, from my memory, isn't that one of the first cars my dad built that had airbags on it, as far as a Roadster? Yeah, he and he never wanted to do it. He never, yeah, he never did, right? But you wanted yeah, that. Him and I thought about that all the time. Yeah, but you you but wanted he, it on the ground though. So. Well, I wanted it really low, and and then and, you know the chins those cars have that stick out the front. Yep. If if you don't get them pretty high, you know you, you do damage to those things for sure. Well, I've never done it mine. Nice. Well, and and you know too. I mean, I'm not I'm not always a huge airbag fan, but. With something like that, um, it, it make definitely makes sense. I mean, it, the, end, the end result was pretty awesome. So, yeah, it all looked great. You know, and just just front airbags, not nothing in the rear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a that's a good. Who did the interior on that car? Uh, Gabe. Gabe, do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Um, you know, was that the last car that you had my dad build for you? Yep. Yeah, because that was probably. I'm, and that's that's what was cool. I I really, you know, even though I was on the wheel side of things when I was there and not over at American Racing, I was, it was cool just to watch those things all come together. Because I, well, I agree. I remember, and you know what? Um, I want to say when I was in there in the evenings working on my truck, uh, Ken, the wiring guy, Ken, wasn't he? He yeah. wired he wired that thing up, right? Yeah, yeah. He'd be there because he he lived f further away so i remember he was working at night in there wiring that thing up and i you know i i give credit to all those guys that do the electrical stuff because i do too yeah he i remember he was over there talking to himself cussing and stuff and i'm like <laughs> i can't help you know so um back to a question I asked earlier what uh what have you is there anything local going on in your area as far as hot rod stuff uh, there's, a, there's a couple of monthly shows that they're having. Then uh, uh, I go to those because a lot of my friends go to them. Uh, I, I never enter anything anymore. Uh, let let somebody win that really could appreciate it. I've won enough. Yeah. Well, and so. you definitely have put together some uh, really, really good, vi I mean, you know, recognizable vehicles, yeah, award-winning vehicles. I've been, I've been lucky, yeah. Well, I'm lucky. I was, I got involved with good people and built some nice cars. Yeah, and you know what too? You've had you've had not just one person build your cars. You've had a, several different no, uh, notable builders build your stuff. Well, mostly your dad built those, and and, and Steve Cook built like five cars. For yeah, me. yeah. You've done a few with Steve Cook. Yeah, he they do some. He does some really nice work too. What are you? Yeah, are, you are you building anything right now? No, I'm I'm eighty. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm done. You're done. Well, I'm done. Well, I mean, hey, it's all I can do to keep them clean. Yeah, right. So, how many cars are you? How many cars you got now? I have, I have uh, hot rods. I have uh, seven. Well, that's good. I have seven hot rods, and I have, I, I and I have my Indy car. That's the one we ran at Indy in '94. Oh, really? Well, the first year I ever ran a car at Indy, that was the first car that made the race. So, so you I got you got into Indy car. I didn't know that. Yeah, I did Indy cars for about six years, and you got to know how stupid I was to get into that. <laughs> I was going to say, how was that experience? It was absolutely wonderful. I really enjoyed it. Uh, we never had enough money to be a top team, 
the best we ever did was we flew an engine with five laps to go while we were running second oh. in Texas. Wow. Uh, we finished 10th in Indy. That's the best we ever did in Indy. That's pretty good. Uh, it's very expensive. Uh, I met some wonderful people. Uh, John Paul Jr., uh, I don't know if you heard of him, but he, he did most of the driving for us. He was okay. a great guy and a, and a terrific driver. So but, uh, I, had a, I had a good time. So how how do you compare? Because how long were you in the RC car world for? And when did you start that? Oh, God, 11, 15 years, or wow. something like that. Yeah, because I remember as a kid, I was, I I bought an RC10 when I was, it was probably like 86. Mm-hmm. Team Associated RC10 with that gold aluminum, uh, anodized yeah. gold chassis. That was like their, that was like their signature thing, right? And I remember right. putting that thing together, but like the technology, I mean, I've, I don't pay too much attention to it now, but it seems like the technology is just leaps and bounds of what it was. Um, but how do you compare? I mean, it's still the car world, right? But it's a radio control car world. It's not the real car, like full size car world. But how is your experience in that end? You know, uh, I love doing that too. I got into it, you know, when I was, you know, I was in my forties. Well, uh, you know, I I raced all over the world. You know, I raced uh, a scale in Japan and and in Italy and, and all that. You know, I could never beat my son, but uh, I could do all right. Nice. And that's and it was was it all ele- it was all electric back then, right? No, that was gas. Oh, that was gas. Oh, nice. Yeah, but I did a lot of electric too. <laughs> and it didn't, you know, but the gas is the stuff I went all over the world driving. Oh wow! But I won a lot of gas, and this is, I, I won like fifteen straight races in Southern California. You know, at the Southern California series, which was the best series in the country at that time. Now, is this was this off road or on road? Off road. Off road. Okay. Yeah, I, I, like the RC, like RC tens. Okay, and it was you said eighth scale, tenth scale, tenth scale. The, the, the gas cars were eighth scale. Oh, okay. The, okay. the electric cars were tenth scale. Yeah, and then did, didn't you have a, a stint in skateboarding too before that? I did. I owned a company with my brother called Veriflex. Veriflex. Hey, one of my, my very uh-huh. first skateboard was a Veriflex skateboard. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Very first skateboard. <laughs> I, I, I wanted one for so long, and then I finally got one. Veriflex. Are you kidding me? No, I'm serious. Yeah. So that would have been, oh, man, uh, early 80s. Yeah. Early 80s. I, it's, it's funny. I went to see a guy, uh, a, a car guy, uh, two or three days ago. Believe it or not, we're having him letter and earn. But uh, Hot Rod, I don't know if you know him. What, what's his name? Hot Rod. Yeah, is that the artist guy? Pardon? Yeah, yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, Hot Rod. Well, we went to Hot Rod, okay. And he he knew who I was and that, that I had owned Veriflex. And he brought out a picture of one of my skaters, a kid named Eric Gresham, that skated for me, that, that he had uh, painted. And it was just beautiful. Oh, wow. It was just beautiful. And then we talked some more, and he used to own a ramp. In his, he had a ramp in his backyard down in San Diego. And my son, who was, you know, one of the world's top skateboarders, he's in the Hall of Fame and all that shit. Nice. And my son, Alan, used to skate on his ramp. Wow. That's a small so world. It, it becomes a small world. Like, you have a, your first board was a Veriflex. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, very first board was a Veriflex. Because uh, that, that, for me, I think uh, with the, I don't know what it was. It, it was 
those I think your Veriplex was a little bit more affordable than some of the other stuff. Plus, I didn't I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. To go out and build a. But those were really bendy, right? No. 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 They were right. Just another same. You know, just right, like other stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and then you know the I remember when I'm hearing he was hearing your name um, later on, and I Losi, and I'm you're getting a car built, and I'm like I asked my dad, I'm like, is did he do anything with RC cars? He goes, oh yeah, he's real big into that. I go, I know. I go, I know the car because the the what what was it? The, was it the LS one? Is that what it was? Well, oh, we had we had a lot of them. I mean, the the, 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 well, the original the original two wheel driver. Uh, because that's the one you brought out to go after, it was, like it was a, the RC. J, it was the JRX two. JRX two, okay. Which meant Junior's ten scale two wheel drive truck. Oh, right on. Because Gil, my, my oldest son, he designed it all. Oh, that's cool. I helped a little tiny bit, but he designed most of it. That's awesome. And, and I remember when I, a few years ago when I was at your house, I think you had one of the original prototype ones, right? I do have the original car we built. That's awesome. Yeah, because that was, um, yeah, I remember that was, you, so your car was basically the rival and going after, like, the RC10 stuff. Yeah. And Kyo, what was the other uh, company? Kyosho? Kyosho? And Kyosho was in there, yeah. Kyosho, and but Tim- it was it was us and associated. I mean, that was that was ninety five percent of the cars on the track. No, oh, that's and, awesome. And I'd like I'd like to think that we won more than they did. Really? That was uh, cool. You know, how's that? It was in- hard at first, but then then we started kicking ass. So, uh, do you still are you, your son still involved in the industry? Right? And are, yeah. Are you involved in it still or no? You're just. Well, I, I'm a part owner in a company called AKA, which makes tires. Oh, okay. How's how's that uh, that industry doing now? I mean, is it what's what's popular? Because I know it, it, it all changes. It, the, the racing market is doing pretty good. Okay. Yeah. The, the play market is kicking major ass. Yeah, because I mean, because prices with this pandemic. Pretty... Oh with yeah. This pandemic, people are looking for things to do. <laughs> yeah. Right. So they so take, take your stimulus check. Yeah. Yeah. No, because, I mean, the technology has come a long way, too. The batteries last forever. Oh, I remember yeah. I remember. even if you had a good charger back in the 80s, uh, you know, at, at my level, what I was buying, you know, you get like 10 minutes out of your car, and you're like, that's a long time. <laughs> well, not, now they're all brushless motors. And it, it, you can go out and, and, and run four or five laps and go run a 10-minute race, not fall off at all. Wow. Well, and, and you know, um, I remember too what with the RC10, because uh, I think dirt oval got popular over here for a while. So people were putting these different bodies on their cars, and, and there's other companies. There was a company that made they made a a, a Cadzilla Lexan body, but I mm-hmm. I, don't, it, I think they ran a limited amount of those. I think my brother Greg has one of those. I don't remember that. It was yeah, he has. Um, I forget what what scale or what for what chassis was on, but it was like a, yeah, I don't know, but we got our hands. But uh, you know, the major oval race was the uh, John Goodvegan was sponsored that thing, and I won that race one year. Nice. Well, and that is because that's what I noticed about the the RC. It, it kind of shifted, you know, because um, it was like off road, and then it was like dirt oval, and then. I mean, I'm, I'm just from my perspective around here, you know. With the... Well, dirt, dirt off road has always been the most popular. Yeah, well, it, it goes it goes from from really big to it slows down a little, and then it goes again. You know, but uh, 
Well, you know what, uh, Greg, my brother got into, uh, he got into slot cars recently. Oh, did he really? Yeah, because they have that, they've had it for years and years. They have that, uh, that slot car raceway right there around the corner from my mom's house. And it's like, I guess it's one of the bigger, bigger places in Southern California for it. They got a drag strip. They got a, a few road courses there, but he goes and hangs out with all the older guys on Fridays. Little... I used I used to do that. I used to race with the Granatellis. Really? Yeah. Andy, is it Andy had, Granatelli. They, they all had stock cars, huh? Andy, it was Andy Granatelli. He, he was. He's there a couple times, but his brother was there all the time. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, um, for me, I, I get like I said, I get excited because I have hobbies, you know, like the skateboarding and the, and the RC cars and, and all that stuff. Because I mean, you know, I've been around hot rods my whole life, but I don't necessarily call myself like a hot rodder, you know. Uh, were, were were you a good skateboarder? No, no, <laughs> not at all. Why? I just wondered. <laughs> no. No, I I wasn't. I tried. I just not too coordinated, you know. Well, my my oldest son, Gil, was a great slalom guy on skateboards. He, he won the nationals and all that shit. But Alan was the skateboarder. You know, he was. You know, he started off doing freestyle, and then he went to, to you know, to doing bowls and all that stuff. So yeah, because he was he, he was really good. Because you had a team of guys racing for you or, or riding for you, right? Well, yeah, I had the best team in the country, yeah. Really? Elgato, do you remember his name? Who, who was that? Elgato. Yeah. You know, he, uh, he, was, he was like the best in those days. Eric Gresham, Alan Wallace, Freddie DeSoto, uh, the Hirsch brothers. Uh, you know, we, we had a really, good, a really good team. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. You know, and then you get you know, an RC. You had you did some cool shit. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I've had a, I've had a very interesting life. Yeah, I mean, in how, my early days, my early business days, I made artificial Christmas trees. Okay, <laughs> and they and, and they said only God could make a tree. They were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> yeah, but, but but the whole time you were a car guy. So I mean, were you. When did you get serious about into, into some of these serious builds? You know, some of the more, you know. Of oh, the cars? Yeah, on, on the full-size cars. I, I, I think, you know, I built a, a 1964. They're not pretty nice. But it was it was a nice build, but not great. I think the first really high-end build I ever did was with your dad. That was the the first Boitzer 2. The, the, the yellow road, yeah. Yeah. The, the Boitzer 2. Yeah, how was that? I mean, give give us... Give us a. I know you got a few good stories yeah. about interactions with my dad, and just dealing with them. Well, you know, I, I told you, you know, we, we met in Scottsdale, Arizona, and, and we made a deal on the car. Then he started building it, and I started going down there a lot. You know, I could, you know, I could take all the time I wanted off work and that kind of shit. And uh, we started going to lunch like two or three days a week. You know when I'd come down, and which I really enjoyed. He was he was a kick. He was very different. Yep. And uh, I'll never forget. I went by there one day, and they were working on putting the headlights on the car, and they were mounting them to the grill shell. Okay. Yeah. And I thought, Jesus Christ, how can I argue? I didn't want him there. I said, how can I argue with Boyd? <laughs> I mean, he's the man, right? 
Yeah. And I ain't shit, and I'm going to tell him how to do it. Well, so I shut my mouth, and I went home. And I went to bed that night, and I got to thinking, fuck him. <laughs> you know, it's my money. I, 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 know, I know how I want that car. And uh, I went back the next morning. I'll never forget. And they had the, the, all the bungs welded on the uh, on the uh, the grill shell and all that shit. I said, "Boy, I don't want that there." He says, "What do you mean you don't want you know, boy? You know, what do you mean you don't want that there?" <laughs> he said, I, don't, "I want the headlights to be back further on the side of the the, the hood sides." He says, "I know how this car should be, not you." I said, "Hey, Boyd, look, I want it like that. I I really do. I thought about it. I didn't want to argue with you about it, but I wanted it." Like that. I'll never forget. Charlie Hutton was working there. It was a Saturday morning. He said, Charlie, take this thing back there and grind off the bungs. <laughs> and it said to me, where the hell do you want it? And I wanted it well, about four or five inches past where the hood started. And if you ever looked at it, everyone ever built, that's where the headlights were. Nice. You know, all, the, all the fiberglass ones had all the headlights back there. Back there where I wanted them. Well, and, and um, I remember you told me a story, too, about was that the car where you said you gave my dad a bonus for finishing early? Remember I gave that? him what? You gave him a bonus. Yeah, I did. And, and he, what and he, 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 he told me that I was the only person in his career that ever gave him a bonus. Yeah. Because what, 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 what was the situation? You gave him a bonus because he finished it early or finished it well, on time or he, something like he, that? He finished it. Yeah, he never finished anything on time. But <laughs> it, it was pretty close. But uh, he he did a lot of things on that car that we hadn't agreed for him to pay for. You with me? Yeah. And he did them all for free. I mean, he did all of, a whole bunch of, uh, of smaller things, but he did them all for nothing. And I thought he should get paid for it. And that was a bonus. No, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Well, no. he, he, he was good to me, that guy. Yeah. No, he he really liked you a lot. He definitely appreciated your your friendship and, and you know and your business relationship. You know, yeah, he's a character. Yeah. What? Um, now let me ask you. If you're looking at that, your Boydster, besides the headlights, what else did you kind of kind of change from the first the first Boydster to yours? Well, everything is different. The, I mean, between the Boydster. Two and the boys are three. Because oh, you know, what? I mean, to the to the untrained eye, if I, I've showed people both those cars, you know. Well, the boy, the boys to three is based on like a nineteen thirty three. Well, no, I'm, no, I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, the the original Boyster two. The the original Boyster two. Oh, what did we change? And, and then your the and then your Boyster two. Okay, the only other thing, uh, different wheels. Um. And he had that uh, matching interior, which I always hated. I love the car, but I hated that interior. So we, you know, and this one we put we put the the uh, the tan interior in it. Uh, and that's about it. You know, I had a later model motor. Yeah. Yeah. The but, uh, and the we, the wheels on because the the wheels on yours were more the. Um, let me take a look here. I'll tell you what they were like. Do you remember the wheels you made for me? Um, yeah. No. Well, I made you a few few different sets. Yeah, they were they were kind of like the the Magneto, more Halibrand looking style. Yeah, kind of. And then because yeah, what um, yeah, you you have 
you have a you have a few sets of our wheels on some of your other builds. I have them on everything. Well, let me know when you want to swap out the wheels on your bubble top. I, I, they, oh, they're not yours. That's the only one that's not yours. Yeah, I know. That's why. <laughs> that's yeah. oh, it, honestly, and, I, and listen, I'm I'm just saying it only because I'm not saying it because they're not my wheels. I just I think, you know, maybe a better option for that thing would really set it off. But that's an awesome but it's car. Funny. The, the, the rendering we did of that car, okay, and we just did the rendering kind of like how we wanted it to be. That's what those wheels look like. The rendering. Well, and also too, it, what that build went on for some time, right? So, because you had ordered the wheels for that thing. Well, it, uh, that was a funny deal. Uh, that car was being built by a guy that owned a uh, uh, one of the outfits that sold, you know, television. Okay. And uh, he he was buying everything first class on that car. He, he what he did when I bought it, he had spent three hundred thousand on it, and I could have done the same thing for. Half that. Wow. But, uh... Who ended up finishing that car? Uh, Steve Cook. Okay. What happened was I went by Steve one day, and he was building something, one of my cars, something for me. And I saw this thing, and I loved the work they were doing around the motor. Uh, you know, under the hood. It was just yeah. absolutely gorgeous. It was the first car I ever saw in my life that was a dual-turbo car that was clean-looking. It didn't have shit all over it. It didn't have crap, you know tubes tubing all over it and the thing was just really really nice anyway i went back uh a few months later and i said steve where's that 61 you were building he said the guy went bankrupt i said so what's he 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 got in a hassle with uh with the tv company and they sued him and took took it away from him wow since then now he owns a chain of pizzas pizza parlors so right. I think he's still doing all right. But awesome. anyway, I called him. It was a funny deal. I said, Steve, give me his number. And he gave me his number, and I called the guy, and I made a deal. I paid $70,000 for the car, and he had spent 300000 He had receipts for 300000 Wow. Which, which sounds like a great deal, but you know selling a car in pieces is almost impossible. Right. Yeah. So anyway. And it, did anyway, it, did it come with the, was he originally planning on putting that motor in there? Or did you, is that something you, you did? The, the motor was already the motor was already paid for. Oh wow! It hadn't been completed and dynoed yet, but it was already paid for. So how how does so, that how does that thing run with that motor? I mean, it runs like a it runs like a striped ass ape. Man, all that. <laughs> I can imagine. I, I, I've I've detuned it since then. It's got a thousand horsepower to the rear tires. Oh, that's it. <laughs> well, we, we and it and it, it it runs on ninety-one octane. Oh, right on. You know, we put on we, yeah. we put it on a dyno over here. It just it, it, it what the hell ever it is. Yeah, you know, for the, does the, uh, the the TV thing. Uh, anyway, yeah, we put on their dyno, and we got uh, the guy that built the engine on the other end, and they worked on it for about five hours. Wow. Changed it all around and all kinds of shit, but it, it runs really good. Starts great. It, it's it's a nice car. What's what is your favorite car of of everything you've built? That, 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 that's a hard question to answer. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's yeah. like what's your favorite kid, okay. right? You know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I get like it. And my dad had the yeah, same okay. thoughts. Yeah. So people ask him all the time, "What's your favorite favorite car?" And he would just be like, "That's well, like well, we we know you were his favorite kid." Yeah, hey, hey. 
I know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, how's your how's your brother doing? By the way, good. He, you know, he's doing a bunch of woodworking stuff, and he's doing a bunch of like, just he still does estate sales, and he's he that's his like passion is, you know, finding treasures in junk piles. You know. Well, yeah. So, Last time I talked to him, he sent me a bunch of car cleaning stuff. Oh, you're talking about that brother? Yeah, I don't even know. We don't talk to that one. Oh. Okay. No, I'm talking about Greg. Well, I yeah, yeah. Greg's great. I like him. Yeah, no, he, he's he's actually he's operating me in my dad's original shop behind my mom's house. Oh, is he? Yeah, because when I moved out of there uh, a few years ago, then he kind of moved back in. But well, good for him. Yeah, you gotta next time you're in that area, you gotta stop by. I will. Well, what we need to do is once once we can get through this bullshit 2020 year, right? <laughs> yeah. we, we, um, I'm going to get back on doing the Boyd barbecue things. So, uh, yeah, I, I still tell people that uh, you know that I, I was I was lucky enough or whatever to be invited to those things. I, I enjoyed going. Yeah, you, you know what? It kind of we it just I got busy here at the shop, and it was it was kind of a you know didn't have a location to really do it and just i don't know what happened we slipped a couple years but we're gonna we're gonna bring it back well that'd be great you know so as soon don't as forget a, me as soon as a, we can have more than 10 people gather yeah. in the same spot at one time right <laughs> wear, wear your mask well you know what i mean you you're you're at a point in your life where i mean um i'm sure it's, this whole COVID thing's been affecting everybody but you know it would be nice to be retired right now. Well, not, you know. <laughs> I'll tell you, but I'll tell you what's bad about it. All I do is stay home. Yeah. My wife, my wife is, is in panic. Okay. She don't like me to go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm 80 years old. I'm a diabetic, and that's the the, the that's the, the the perfect candidate for catching that shit and dying from it. No, nah, for sure. But you, you know, the 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 other side of it is okay. What are you just gonna sit at home? You're not. You got to be active. You got to get out in the sun. You know, move well, around. Because you were golfing, I right? Go, you were, weren't you? Weren't you? Golfing? I, haven't, I haven't played golf in a long time. Really? Yeah. I got to the point where it was hard for me to break a hundred, and I couldn't handle it. Yeah. I went from a guy that was shooting in the high eighties to shooting in the high nineties, and I I didn't like that. Yeah, I, I golfed for a while. I, I golfed uh, recently at uh, Trump National Golf uh, Course over there in Rancho Palos Verdes. Yeah, that, that was that's a nice course. But yeah, I get out maybe once once a year, twice a year. That's all I got time for. You know. Well, I had time for it. I just got to the point where it frustrated the shit out of me. So. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, um, yeah, I'm looking. Everybody like, says, "Well, everybody says just keep playing. You just be. You'll be with your friends." Yeah. I'm getting to the point where a couple of them could beat me, and I didn't, couldn't handle it. <laughs> right? You know, that's why I hang out with them because I can beat them. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm looking forward. I'm I'm actually looking forward to things to open up a little bit here, so we can go back to some car shows, though. You know? Yeah, right? I agree. Are you? I agree. You know? I mean, it was kind of a bummer for Del Mar, right? I mean, Del Mar is just kind of like that's the cool little so yeah. SoCal. You look forward to that the first weekend of April. You know, and that's right. That's where I get to see people like you and everybody else that I, I don't get to see throughout the year. And then, you know, like things like the Outriders that was canceled, right? So, yep. You know, those are other, other. You're you're still doing the Outriders thing. Yeah. Cool. I said, like, well, Gary does it. Yeah, Gary. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, it's it's he make he make he makes sure I get a ticket. Yeah, it's it's kind of uh, I, I'm just I hope you know. It's almost like you got to go to Arizona, 
to go to a, any any automotive fu- function, right? Barrett Jackson's going to no, happen. Like, you know, um, you got Dino's like get down talk, is just coming up. But I just talked to the guys at Barrett Jackson. Yeah, they're having they're having a couple auctions there um, coming up. Yeah, yeah. You going to sell any of your cars at Barrett or what? You know, I I uh, I just sold my truck and trailer. Okay. So I don't need to tell anything for a while. Yeah. Because I always told Janet, because I was good at making money, but I was really good at spending it too. Like, you know, if I told you I went to Indy, you know, <laughs> yeah, a right? goddamn idiot. It's, it's not, yeah, it's, that's not crazy. a date. So, you know, I don't have a lot of money, but I have a lot of stuff. Everything I own is paid for. Yeah. So, you, have, you have fun doing it, but, you know? I mean, so you But said, I always told her that as we got later in life and needed money, I'd sell a car once in a while. And that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Well, you got some nice stuff to make some good money on, you yeah. know? I mean, the hot rod industry right now, I mean, despite everything that's going on uh, with the, the, the political stuff, uh, everything's everybody's kicking, kicking ass right now. Yeah, here it's very good. Yeah, everybody. Their I mean, cars cars are selling very well up to a hundred thousand then it's kind of slowing up yeah but i mean as far as i mean because i'm i'm at the end where um i'm usually somewhere i'm I'm at some point in somebody's build you know whether it's early on or they're just finishing it up but we're doing pretty good you know we're 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 cranking on decent decent amount of uh, wheels and we're getting a lot of calls and people are interested and maybe it's like a, a focus a refocus too because people aren't be able to go to car shows and stuff so they're like ah you know what let me take this time to buckle down and get on my build that's what they're doing yeah you know are, are, you, are you selling mostly stuff out of your catalog or are you selling uh one-off stuff not doing a uh, well we, we always we always have a few one-off sets going uh but most of it's all catalog stuff but you know it's all it's all made to order uh you know we finished to order so we're right. doing a lot of the like a lot of the cerakote um combination finishes uh, doing that's that's been pretty popular, but a lot of truck stuff, a lot of uh, muscle car, you know, pro touring stuff. Um, damn it, it's it's going all right, you know. The pickup you built, extended pickup. What year was that? That was in ninety nine, two thousand. Ninety, yeah, it was ninety nine or two thousand. What, what year truck was it? Yeah, it was, like I said, it was. I forget. It was. A, I think it was a ninety nine. Yeah, because it had the it had the, it was the the three door. Didn't have the four door. But I got yeah, two. I, I, I got two short beds right now. I just kind of got back in the lower truck thing. I got, I got uh, two. Uh, I got a '92 GMC, and then I have a '95 um, Chevy. Yeah, I got a '93 Chevy. Nice. Uh, what was with, it? with the extra door. Okay. Uh, and I rebuilt it all, so I, I did it for my son. It's really his. Yeah, that's they're, he, they're, went, they're he, went, pretty, he, he went through a really difficult time, so. I redid the whole car. I had Gabe do the interior. It's really nice. Well, that's cool. When did you do that? Oh, uh, four years ago, three, four years ago. Well, they're they're coming back really, really strong right now. They're getting pretty popular. Well, that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that those years are worth money. Oh yeah, yeah. There, there's still there's still some time. I mean, you can still pick some up pretty reasonable, but they are, you know, I mean, like the the C10 square body stuff. That stuff's going crazy. You know, um, yeah, I had a guy just walked in this morning. He picked up some guy just it was a 93 GMC and the guy just he got it for 400 bucks. And I said, oh, man, you 
pretty much stole it. He goes, yeah, he goes, I almost sold it two days ago for four grand. You know, it's just a stock truck with 200,000 miles on it. So. That'd be pretty nice from $400 to four grand. That's a nice Yeah, but, he's, he, but he got, he saw my red truck and it's, his is red too. And he got excited. He's like, man, I want to do this to it. And I told him, you know, I told him how much it was going to cost to do it. And he was like, oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I go, well. You know, at buying the truck for 400 bucks, you know, doing everything I've done to mine, yeah, you're not going to lose money. Yeah. So. How much, you, how much money you got in yours? Oh. You know what? Um, well, let's put it this way. If, I, if I'm if i going to sell it today, I'd be asking 20 for it. So. But, you know, I mean, uh, I, I, I just put about $12,000 in parts on the thing. So, you know. And that's just I got four. I got four link coilover in the rear. Got coilovers in the front. Um, brand new brakes, front and rear. Brand new whole front end. You know, of course, my wheels. Which and you know, it's popular is all the old stuff from the nineties. I know what you'd like to put on it is the wheels I have on my on my sixty one. I know. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no, no, but we're doing all the old like three spokes and two spokes, and you remember all the old billet stuff. You know, on those yeah. things. Yeah, that's become popular because now now we're building them in 20s and 22s for those trucks all day. Um, and, you know, people get excited because there's people my age that, you know, in the 90s, they were just getting out of high school. Maybe they couldn't afford one of those trucks back then. But their dad had one or their uncle had one, you know. And now they're or, – or they did have one back then. And they got rid of it because maybe it wasn't cool. But now they're, all of a sudden they're cool again. So that's, okay, so that's, should, should we talk about your dad a little bit? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I was asking if you had any uh, any good stories, you know? You know, uh, I really don't. He's got a lunch all the time. It's amazing how many autographs he signed for people at lunch yeah. when we were there. He was always very nice to everybody. Yeah, and he couldn't uh, – um, he – his – his uh he couldn't say no to anybody when it came to that stuff i mean no. we'd, we'd be at a car he would be, he would get wiped out and you know he didn't take the best care of himself there later in life um didn't exercise much stuff but you it, listen when you go work at these when you work these car shows or trade shows just as a regular person like me working a booth it's a lot of work you're there all day you're talking to different people and just you're always always on and but when you're at someone like at my dad's level i remember one time we, we took him to the dub show and he's like the dub show what's that like a low rider show i go it's i go dad it's like all of the above but we had to deal with american racing and we went there he signed autographs that was, the- that was at the uh, the la convention center okay but that was the year before he died and he he goes wow he goes i never would have known and i mean he had a line around the booth uh, just, I think he signed for like two hours and, you know, but it would be at car shows and people would stop him and he would, he would never say no to somebody. He would always stop and talk and, and he'd always sign autographs. And then he'd get to the room. Like we go to the street rod nationals and he would go to the r- room after he'd just be wiped out. Yeah. He was, well, he was a God in this, in this thing. You know? Yeah. No, he did. A, he, the closest he, I ever got to that was in the RC business. A little while in RC when, when there were tracks all over hell, and I'd go to tracks all the time, and every time I went in, you know, I'd, I'd gather a crowd. You know, no, that's awesome. Yeah, no, and that's why I said, like, when I heard your name, my dad says so he's building the car, and I go, "Ah, that's is that the RC car guy?" 
And then my dad's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know? Yeah. No, no, never I, anything like, never anything like your dad. Yeah. Well, I, I never asked you for an autograph. I should have. I was always too scared early on. <laughs> you know? Next time I see you, I'll give you an autograph. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, Gil, you know what? Let's. I'm going to wrap it up, but I I really appreciate you coming on and you talking to us. Oh, you know, cause my pleasure. You, you, you know, your dad was one of my favorite people. He was too. a character. He ran his business out of his back pocket. Yep. He was one of the few guys I ever saw that could do that. There was a time he said to me once, I just wanted to say this to you. No, go for it. When I, when I retired, he said, Gil, why don't you come down here and run this business for me? I said, you know, boy, you and I are good friends, and I'd like it to stay that way. <laughs> right? So yeah. I don't think that. So I don't think I want to run your business. Yeah. I know fucking anyone else. You're not going to like anything that I do. So, you know. Yeah. No, he but, uh, definitely uh, he he made it happen for a long time. You know, he made it happen for a long time. He's he amazing. And uh, just some of the stuff he accomplished. But you know, Gil, it's guys like you though too, because uh, that. You're you're a huge part of this equation because without customers funding these builds, these dreams never you know most of these dreams it's just, hard, they, they just stay in somebody's head, yeah. you know, or they they stay on paper, you know. Um, it's you know, good. Another thing I was very proud about is that Boyd never let anybody go in there and touch their cars. That yeah. was their job to build a car. I could go in there and work on my car. Yeah, he would let me do that. No, I I always thought the I always thought that was a great thing that happened. Oh. Anyway, yeah. All right. Well, great talking to you guys. Yeah, thank you very much, Gil, and uh, in, enjoy it. Uh, I I hope to catch up with you as soon as uh, you know some of these car things open up. Um, catch you out there, and and get to hang out with you in person. Yeah, you will. Say hi to Janet for me, and uh, okay, and uh, have a good time. Okay. Talk, Talk to you later. Talk to you. Well, this is kind of what the podcast is all about. We'd like to thank uh, Will, uh, Gil for coming on the show uh, on behalf of myself and Chris. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time from the HRBB Podcast headquarters. We're out of here.